Today is episode two of the Mental Faculty series. So if you have not listened to the first episode, make sure you go back because I explain what the mental faculties are and go over the faculty imagination. In this episode, I will be specifically discussing perception. Our perception is our viewpoint, our perspective, and when we learn to master perception, we can shed limiting beliefs and bring immense positivity in our life. An inspiration quote by Wayne Dyer that is perfect for this episode is when when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. Perception is similar to belief. Everyone can face the same situation but have a totally different experience or recall the event in an opposite way. This is because we all perceive things differently. While some may see obstacles and create hardships, someone else may see opportunity and create success. The good news is that you can change and control your perception. I've always been pretty open-minded and able to see things from other perspectives and all points of view. I have done this from a very young age, and even in my teens, I wanted to be a lawyer and eventually a judge. I joined the debate team and could easily debate both sides of the topic without missing a beat. Not only does having this quality help you spiritually and help you grow, but it also helps your relationships and helps you be a better human. Most of us have heard the phrase, take a walk in my shoes or in their shoes. That is a great phrase because we really should attempt to see things from others' perspectives. You don't always have to agree 100% with their view, but you should at least be able to see where they're coming from. Everything is not always black or white, and in fact, most things aren't. I'll share a true story from my personal life. I know someone we will call her Pam. Pam had never been to this amazing store called Five Below, and it is quite an amazing store, so if you've never been to it, you should give it a shot. We browsed around, and we picked out lots of things. Pam was excited. She found lots of things that she loved, but when we went to pay, her card got declined. Confused, she knew the money was in her account, so she tried again, and it declined again. Now, Pam gets extremely frustrated and very, very embarrassed. Thankfully, I was there to pay for Pam's things, and Pam paid me back. We get to the car, and she is fuming. Seeing red, she checks her bank account, and as she expected, the money was there. So, why didn't her card work? What is wrong with this store? How could they embarrass her this way? She promised to never come back, even though she found many great things for a great price. I calmly explained that it probably wasn't the store's fault, but probably an issue with her card or her bank account. Now, Pam is furious at the bank. She is going to close her bank account and keep all of her money in a safe at home. How dare they prevent her from using her money? Once again, I explained to her that they probably suspected fraudulent activity and they freeze the account as a precaution to protect her. Well, that's just stupid. They shouldn't be able to keep me from my money. Pam, they aren't keeping you from it. They are keeping other people from it. If you call or you go into the bank, they will 
happily unfreeze your account and straighten everything out and straighten everything out. If they didn't freeze it, you could be dealing with a lot more than a bruised ego from embarrassment. Pam and I were both at the store. We both witnessed the same thing and we saw it from completely different perspectives. She allowed her ego to control her perception and her emotions while I looked at the big picture and saw it for what it was. The rest of her evening was ruined. She was so embarrassed that she appeared not to have any money in front of others. When I asked Pam why she cared what those other people thought when she would never see them again, and she knows the truth, and I know the truth, she couldn't provide an answer. So, so often we beat ourselves up for little things, or we make something a much bigger deal than it needed to be, and it brings us down. It puts us in a negative state of mind. It changes our view of the situation of ourselves and the world. But what is being angry about something that's completely out of your control really going to do? Is it going to fix it? Is it actually going to make you feel better? Probably not. In fact, it will probably make you feel worse. Anger is not a feel-good emotion, but it is addictive. In the moment, anger usually feels good and it feels like the right thing. It overrides our rationality because anger originates from the limbic system part of our brain. The limbic system controls our automatic responses such as anger, fear, desire, and it is directly linked to our fight-or-flight response. That includes other automatic responses such as adrenaline rushes, um, instincts, alertness. Anger can lead to similar rushes such as um, thrill-seeking activities where dopamine is triggered, which is comparable to other addictions like gambling, extreme sports, and even drugs. Anger is usually stimulated when we lose control over something because it briefly allows the person to feel in control. Anger is also triggered when someone feels weak or insecure, and this gives them a sense of power, which is very common among narcissistic personalities. Anger becomes addictive as a way to avoid deeper, uncomfortable emotions that have not been confronted. This relates to my Denying Our Emotions episode, so make sure you check that out if you haven't. Anger becomes more comfortable, becomes a more comfortable emotion for most people. So it's easier to express than fear, loss, or grief. This is very common in people who suffer from PTSD. And don't be fooled that PTSD is only suffered by veterans. Anyone who has experienced trauma could develop PTSD, and it's actually more common than you think. We get to choose whether something is good or bad. If you use your perception to view something as good, you will see the good. But if you choose to use it to only see the bad, you will see the bad. Instead of beating yourself up when something doesn't go the way we want it, 
or the way we expected. Instead, think, what is this teaching me? Or what can I learn from this? This changes our perception from negative to constructive, which brings a totally different vibration. And you should know from my manifestation episode how important our vibration is. When we focus on negative circumstances and outcomes, our vibration will match that focus. And that is what we will attract into our lives. If I hate my job and am constantly focusing on everything I hate about my job, but am also feeling stuck because I have not been able to find a different um, job that meets my needs, then I will continue to stay in that situation longer. My vibration is now at the frequency of feeling stuck. And therefore, I will continue to be stuck. And I know this may sound easier said than done, but ultimately, you have the choice. You get to choose whether you go into work miserable and wishing you had something better or you go into work hopeful that the next best thing is right around the corner and at least you have a job while you wait. Science and spirituality have um, a podcast series on the mental faculties and they use this example in one of their episodes. It may be the perception episode but I'm not positive there are two men going into business to sell shoes in a foreign land I can't remember if they say where or all the details but when they get off the plane the first man notices that none of the citizens are wearing shoes and immediately is worried and upset and thinks how will I ever make a profit but the other man when he gets off the plane he's thrilled and excited and thinking wow look at all the people I can sell shoes to. How many times have we gone through something that at the time we thought was bad, but then later we realized it was actually good for us, a blessing in disguise. Everything we encounter can be that, especially if we change our perspective. Maybe you got dumped, but then later you meet the love of your life. Maybe you lose your job, but then find an even better job or It motivates you to leave a field that you are no longer passionate about. Maybe your alarm didn't go off, so you're running late to work, only to find out that if you left at your normal time, you could have been involved in a major accident. I like to think that when things don't go as we expect, or when we go through tough times, the universe is actually doing something to help us. The universe is changing our path or direction for the better. We all experience circumstances, but you get to decide how to view and handle the circumstance. I encourage you, starting today, instead of easily gravitating towards the comfort of anger, instead of looking at the things you don't like and your unexpected circumstances as negative, try to look at the big picture. Try to ask yourself, What is this trying to teach me? What positive outcome can this bring? It takes time and practice for this type of thinking to become a habit, but if you just try to do this and reflect instead of react, you will see a huge improvement in yourself and your life. Give it 
30 days and see what changes come. Okay, guys, thank you for listening to the second episode of the Mental Faculty series. As always, please feel free to email me if you have any questions or episode recommendations at chasingspirituality at yahoo.com. Also, don't forget to follow me on Instagram at chasing.spirituality and TikTok and YouTube at Chasing Spirituality, where I share more helpful tips and advice. Until next time, bye.